Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. How's it going? Um, first and foremost, I did just want to wish everyone a happy Memorial Day. I hope you had a nice long weekend and I hope it was safe. Um, so today's episode of Pop Culture is going to be a not necessarily interview of sorts, but more of a conversation with Chris from Alarmist Brewing and Tap Room. It is part of a series um, where we talk industry. Uh, you do hear some voices here and there. Um, Greg, who you hear towards the end, is going to be on part two of this industry talks. Um, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you to Gary and everyone at Alarmist and Chris, um, for just letting me do this interview. <laughs> um, I really appreciate it. And, yeah, let's begin, shall we? You know, I really can't be saying crisscross applesauce because... I'm not as flexible as I once used to be. You <laughs> You know. Hello, my lovely hummingbirds. How's it going? It's your girl Monroe, and you're listening to Pop Culture. Where's the bubblegum pop, you ask? Well, it's not happening today. I am... We can clink, though. Oh, we can yeah. clink those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys hear a very little familiar voice here with me today. So, on today's episode of Pop Culture, it has been nine months, I didn't do the math, you did, <laughs> since I last recorded with this beautiful human that's sitting across from me as we sit in this beautiful sunlit dock. Um, I am at Alarmist Brewing and Tap Room. I was going to say the address. Uh, what is it? 4055 West Peterson. We did it again with the sweet rear. Yes. Sweet rear. <laughs> never gets old. It never does. <laughs> so, today we are going to be discussing industry life. What is industry? So, if you guys are not part of industry life, you're probably wondering... Um, there are a multitude of industries. Chicago itself is very industry-based, whether it is arts, craft beers, or... Restaurateurs. Yeah. Restaurants and, you know, very artistic. Yeah. People want to do food, tastes, so... You know, everything that'd be looking good on the gram, people just, they love it. They eat that shit up. And we've been planning to do this podcast for a minute. We had organized to do something after the world reopened from the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, I know that it was not the easiest, that's for sure, for anyone. Um, it came with its own set of struggles, I think, that we all had to face, and it's, it's interesting. It's, in this, it's very interesting, especially Chicago being so industry-based itself. I know I've had this conversation with a few different friends that 
Chicago took a really big toll because especially mom and pop shops you know see walking down any like main street where you just yeah greatly affected yeah and you just see like everything shut down and it's it's really an eye-opener and and a testament to how much Chicago really is a city built by the people So, we had some fucking technical difficulties. We've been sitting here talking for the past 40 minutes, and uh, shit stopped recording, so that's great. <laughs> Say la vie, baby. Say la vie. That is, that's life right there. It really is. I'm like, we were just out here shooting the shit, having a great, deep, meaningful conversation, and then <laughs> the universe said, no, bitch. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> Sprinkle of luck. Literally. Oh, you don't get that reference because it didn't record it. It didn't record it. Damn. That's so crazy. I'm like, I look down and I'm like, wait, that number is not moving. Why was it not moving? So. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> All right. So sprinkle of luck. Um, <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> right. So we were basically in in this past moments we were discussing. Um, the foundations of Alarmist and how it really has taken a lot of hard work, being a good person, and like you said, a little sprinkle of luck. So let's uh, let's run it back for everyone. <laughs> Just reverse all of that. Yeah, right. That's fucking crazy. I'm so upset. <laughs> oh my god. So, as I stated, because it didn't record, this is fucking crazy. Um, this is part one of a two-part series that I am going to be doing with Chris from Alarmist and our very dear friend, Greg. We are going to be discussing everything industry, whether it is breweries, restaurants. Um, for me, anime conventions, cosplay conventions, and festivals, and really tearing down into some of the tropes and some of what happens so yeah that's fucking crazy it literally did not get anything and I'm like so upset <laughs> where do you want to start off oh I don't know now uh, right I'm like damn damn I saw, I, I saw you I saw you clicking I, I, I saw the numbers going so I don't know where I don't know. Where that shut down. I don't know either. That's so crazy. Too loud. Too loud. I'm not even drunk. That's the messed up part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm about to finish my first beer, and you've only made it like a third of the way. Literally. This is so crazy. So, um, Alarmist Brewing and Tap Room is a local brewery and tap room here in Chicago, Illinois. Um... You want to run that address for them again? <laughs> Man, 4055 West Peterson, Sweet Rear. Still never gets old. I've said it twice. <laughs> Sweet Rear. Sweet I, Rear. I was like, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, that was planned. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, like, I don't, I don't get it because usually you get, like, Rear Sweet, but Sweet Rear, it kind of pops up on there. I was like, that, that, I mean, that's home right there, baby. It sure is. Now, if you guys don't know or haven't stopped by Alarmist, you should. If you are somewhere that Alarmist is not sold, go request it. (laughs) 
Joe, so, Joe will take care of you. Exactly. He'll get you. He'll get you the beer over there. He'll uh, talk to you on Instagram and he'll, you know drag through the garden. Yes, and drag through the garden, which is his personal brand. So vegan, vegan, vegan extraordinaire, vegan extraordinaire. There you go. So some of the names that we dropped that didn't record. <laughs> so Joe which is in charge of distribution, sales. Um, he's one of the bartenders here. He handles all the social media. He does the labels for the cans. He does the labels for the cans. Sweet Human has some adorable fucking cats. They're so cute. They are. All of you have pets, huh? Yeah, I think uh, Bob's got a cat. Trevor's got a dog. I got a dog and a cat. Aaron's got a cat. Oh, not Gary, because he's, he's got two animals that are children actual children <laughs> actual children so he's got he's got children we all have animals so. <laughs> that's so great so, so we're all responsible for some other living being besides ourselves. and everybody that walks through this tavern <laughs> yeah, true, true on that one. yeah so <clears throat> god I, now i keep like checking it because i'm like please don't stop recording <laughs> so we discussed how there was a shitstorm that recent, not a shitstorm, but a lot of things that really recently came out as far as the industry, and I know, and for all of those of you listening, we're kind of just doing a recap at this point, because ah, <laughs> technical difficulties. Do you want to go refill? Yeah, I mean, we'll go quick, uh, quickly through it. Um, yeah, just uh, a few weeks ago, some... Some uh, woman on Instagram asked, you know, people in the industry, um, have you ever been, you know, you know, sexually assaulted, forced, or, you know, tell us your, tell me your stories and I'll put them on Instagram. And a lot of women reached out and told their stories and I'm glad they did because, you know, you shouldn't, should always tell, I mean, you should always express your, you know, what's happened to you or like, you know, quid pro quo or a hostile work environment. You, nobody deserves to work in something like that so and a lot of names got named and a lot of people got called out and that's what it should have should be you know like i said from the very top to the bottom you don't nobody you don't deserve to be able to take advantage of somebody ever and we you know it's disgusting and those people shouldn't shouldn't get regardless of a claim you you're, you don't do that to people and uh you yeah. shouldn't. You should be working. You shouldn't be working with people if you don't know how to act like a good human. You know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Don't take advantage of someone or a situation. We talked about you know and like you know alcohol, baby. That, that it's not an excuse either. But you also got to make sure you take care of yourself, especially if you're on if you're drinking because you know. Yeah. Those, we talked about sociopaths will take advantage of of any vulnerability yeah they 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 really will and the so the this conversation came about because if you guys listen to our podcast that we did nine months ago um again i didn't do that math chris did (laughs) i'm like it's like a baby (laughs) it's like a whole baby it came out the the baby was birthed (laughs) so I, I had discussed how this place is really my safe space. 
and I love bringing people here, not just to give them exposure, absolutely, but it has definitely helped helped me, you know, kind of weed out people from my life, because if you come here and, like, granted to each their own on, like, their vibes and shit and what they do or do not like, but if we're here and we're chilling and you can't get with the energy that's here, then you can't fuck with my energy. It's that <laughs> fucking simple. You just can't. Because this place is so awesome. Like, you guys are really, really incredible at just, you know, being yourselves and being fucking insane and just... I have so many videos, <laughs> so many videos that, uh, that attest to nights of pre-pandemic, y'all dancing on top of the bar and <laughs> fucking you and Ethan humping a light bulb. <laughs> yeah, that, that's significant. Yep. If I were to hear that on the outside, like, humping a light bulb, <laughs> Trust me, their clothes were on, but not the point here. <laughs> Clothes were on. Clothes were on, and, uh, alarmist. It gets rowdy on a Friday. I mean, I've been able to meet so many incredible people. When you guys did, um, Java Juice, and you did the collaboration with Big Shoulders, oh, I mean, yeah. I was able... Those people are fantastic. I was able to meet all of them, and I'm like, that is incredible, just seeing the different types of walks of life, essentially, that come through that door is amazing. Um... Now, we're going to run back the whole pandemic curbside. Um, you know, how, how was it for you guys? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was difficult, very difficult. I mean, like I said, the beginning of the stay-at-home order was great because, you know, people were just buying beer because you couldn't go anywhere. So you were drinking at your house and mm -hmm. trying to keep businesses, you know, that you liked afloat. So it was great. Yeah. And then, you know, once they did that kind of first opening, mm -hmm. I believe it was like phase three yeah. in Illinois, they, you know, if you, if you had outside, you could go out and enjoy some beverages, and it definitely took a toll on us. But we would have not uh, survived if it wasn't, wasn't, you know, for government, you know, grants, you know, such as, you know, SBAs and, uh, like, the PPP, the Payroll Protection Program. Um, and also, you know, people were buying, still buying our beers on the wild. So that definitely kept <laughs> us, uh, making beer. I mean, yeah. it, it was, it was, it, I mean, it was tough for like Bob and myself because, you know, that our, our life was running that tap room and then all we were doing was like sitting around waiting for people to, for us to run beer out and put it in their trunk, you know? Yeah. And that's just not, you know, I feel like that our flow. That really took a toll on you guys, at least mentally or emotionally, if you will. I know I saw a, not a spiral, because I can't call it a spiral, but more so you guys definitely looked like you just missed being open, and you looked like you missed being able to be around people again. And honestly, my heart broke. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my boys, they're sad. I can see they're sad. But yeah, it's, a, it's a tough, I mean, when you, uh, I mean, it's that idea of purpose. When you lose purpose, you know, in your life, it can, you know, lead you down a dark alley. Uh, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, just lucky enough, luckily enough that, you know, for me, I was still in here helping, you know, 
with packaging. So, you know, not only do I run the tap room, but I also assist on getting these that beer into cans and, you know, that's... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you ask anybody in the brewing industry, like, the worst part of, you know, you know, from birth to to can or package, it's like canning is the worst thing in the world. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's like everybody hates their machine. It's, it's, it's terrible. So, you know, I get to be part of that terrible thing. But it's still, it, that, for that, it gave me enough purpose to, you know, enjoy myself. So, curbside yeah. is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 we're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast. So you're on it now. Uh, <laughs> That's <thank> Guy. <laughs> and that right there is a testament to just how amazing you guys are with everyone that that's a customer. Yeah, he's a regular son. He is. I mean, we're sitting out here on the dock, and he just wanted to say hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how we get to play with each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Should you be making beer? It's like we're, we're making a podcast instead. <laughs> now, there was one thing. Obviously, I didn't record, but you said that because I had asked the question of how you guys handled everything and how the word of the day for the previous pod was authenticity and genuineness and you said that you know you guys are each other's harshest critics out of love now I know the pandemic put a lot of friendships and relationships to the test for sure and I I thought that was really incredible especially now that the world is reopening and you know, people are out and about like fucking crazy. I mean, traffic is crazy yeah, again. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Um, I I really like that because I I feel like that serves as a super important reminder for everyone listening. Like, do not just surround yourself with people with people that tell you what you want to hear, because that might not always be a good thing for you. And it goes back to even that whole shitstorm that that's happening industry wide. And I feel like across all industries, whether it's conventions or festivals or breweries or restaurants, it really is a a thing of accountability. Like, you need that person that's going to tell you, hey, no, fucking stupid, don't do that. And I think you guys do that very well. Yeah, uh, again, you know, we're a bunch of, you know, we're all like siblings here, where, you know, the idea of the idea is like don't you, you don't you know obviously you never want to mess up because you know I mean you learn from failure but you know you don't want to mm-hmm. but you know if you mess up around here even on the most simple thing you forget to close the door or something like you you won't hear it you know mm-hmm. or you take the wrong you know the wrong case of beer you're gonna hear it and, I, and then you know someone finds out and they go tell everybody so I mean again it's only <laughs> seven people but we're we're our biggest critics and harshest to each other, but it's like out of a pure uh, love of, of of each other. It's you know, it keeps us all honest. It keeps us all like, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing. So you know, we all strive to be better every time, and that's the goal. You know, is always always be always get get better at something. You know, achieve, you know, learn. So yeah, yeah. we we love each other very much here. It's. It, I, 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 again, I like I said, it's a sprinkling of luck, baby. Hard work, being a good person, a sprinkling of luck, and luck. And the sprinkle of luck got me here, and you know, we're all hardworking, and we're all good fucking people. Um, so it's just, it's just, 
Sometimes Absolutely. I wake up and I go, how the f- like, so yeah. how did I get here? Like, kind of like, oh, you can curse. It's fine. I curse all the time on this podcast. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> like, how, how did I get here? I, I don't know. I just uh, look back at life and it's kind of fun to, to see, you know, the cutting of the teeth. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and yeah, it's it's so funny. So it's it's not funny. I went down a very dark hole this past week. Um, but I laugh at it now because I'm on the other side of it, right? And I went through this, like, total little PTSD moment that I wasn't expecting because I listened to a fucking song that came out, like, nine years ago. And it brought me through this whole flash of... And... I, I broke down because in that moment, it wasn't just like, oh my god, what a piece of shit, I despise this person. No, I, I also did some fucked up shit in the process of trying to not have more fucked up shit happen to me. Of course, we all do. Um, but it was more so I had to sit down and I was like, why, why am I feeling this way? And then it hit me that, you know, if it wasn't for things happening the way they did, I would not have met any of you, which is so ironic, right? Because I, I thought about it and it was like a little chain reaction where I was like, if I hadn't met this person, this would have never happened. I would have never met these other people. I would have never met my roommate down the line. I wouldn't have worked down the street and I wouldn't have gotten to meet all of you beautiful humans. And I was just like, oh my god, I fucking hate this person, but damn, like, I've, I've come a long way, and, I, and I'm so grateful for, besides you guys being my very handy-dandy bartenders, um, you guys are very amazing friends, and I really do appreciate it, besides being my safe space from, like, creepy people trying to hit on me, um you guys have also been very much a safe space where I wasn't okay in the head and it was it was so surreal because and again just restating for the podcast um I I was not okay when I when you guys first opened up and I started coming here I was doing a lot of shit I shouldn't have been doing and I was very much in a dark place as far as who I was as a person and that was really me starting the journey of like my self-discovery um as to who I am again and one of the things that really kept me going was coming here and being able to just sit here and write whether it's a fucking piece for one of my books or write just to like let something out I could always be myself I could always be just Mari, and it was incredible to see this rambunctious group of, like, fucking crazy-ass guys just be there, and and always either offering, you know, an, an ear to listen or some shenanigan to distract me. It was, it was a really really welcoming experience and I think that to some degree you guys really do offer that to everyone and people love that and keep coming back and I know that you know seeing everything that you guys have seen as far as um how some places do not serve that environment especially because you guys might know them it how heartbreaking that could have been and then like 
when you guys were telling me about it, I literally, when I got home, I was like, I need to see this shit, and I was just reading everything, and it broke my heart, because I was like, I really am lucky to have found this place, and build the friendships that I've built with all of you, like, I mean, we've been planning to do this podcast for a hot-ass minute since the pandemic, we're like, when it's over, we're recording again, (laughs) we're like, we're gonna do it, technical difficulties this time around, but it's okay, but it really, I love coming here, I love every time you guys release something, being able to, like, take a picture, and like I said before, when it gets shared, I'm like, oh, I feel so special, <laughs> and then all fucking, Joe. all Joe, and then fucking Instagram, like, is this a paid promotion? Yes, with hugs and beer, <laughs> leave me alone, stop right. asking me things, <laughs> but I mean, I, if you guys have ever invited me to a cookout or a fucking party, y'all know I'm bringing alarmist, like I always do, and I mean... I feel like you guys really do have a beer for every type of person. Like, my parents each have their own beer that they like, and so does my siblings. And I took it to Christmas um, <laughs> so my family could try it. It's it's really... I don't know. I love you guys. From the bottom of my heart. Love you. Oh, no, trust me. We love you. <laughs> I mean, again, you're, like you said, uh, you know, we're willing to, to you know, to treat everybody wonderfully it's a, also you're a fantastic person and you're very sweet to us and so you know as much as you know you say that we make you feel safe here it's like you make us feel comfortable to talk to you so it's a give and take relationship you know if, if you're if one side just wants to take 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 it's like i don't i don't have any i don't have anything for you because all yeah. you want to do is take it and like i just it, it, ain't, it ain't gonna play that way so you know that's the idea is you know you take care of one another and just gonna, it's a cycle of just being good to each other, and that's the best part. Absolutely. And to what you said about you know how you get to a place, and you know it's the chaos and the complexity of life that you know we, lets you become who you are. You know, yeah. the trauma is is a, a, a way to learn from life and to mm-hmm. you know build who you are and build friendships with other people, you know, and, yeah, I mean, there's so many times that you would say, well, this is one of the most traumatic things that ever happened to me, mm-hmm. uh, would I, would I, would you get rid of it, and for me, like, all of my trauma, I would say no, because I wouldn't be who I am and having the friends that are with me, so, yeah, you could, you know, change one thing, which would change, I mean, everything, anything. Yeah. yeah, it's like a, Butterfly effect? Yeah, butterfly effect. <laughs> you know, it's not, it, I mean, it's not my favorite movie by or anything, but, you know, it's a wonderful light. You know, Pirates! Pirates! <laughs> Watch out for a punch in the nose! Um, so. Absolutely. So, as, as we know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, um, and I know I've mentioned it before, and I kind of touched upon it a little bit with saying, you know, I would come in here hella depresso and sit my ass on that bar and it's so funny because you know looking back at it like there were a lot of times I didn't drink I was chilling drinking water (laughs) but I feel like it was it was more so like it, it started for me not just feeling comfortable to drink here but also being comfortable to just come and chill and you guys are so awesome for putting up with me but 
<laughs> like, oh, this bitch again. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said um, in the fucking poem, I was like, you know, I am Norm and this is my tears. And it's, it's so true. I'm always sitting at the bar. But... And so for me, this weekend is a difficult weekend emotionally. Um, Today marks 10 years of the passing of a very, very sweet, sweet individual. Um, And, you know, I came here last night because I couldn't be at home. I didn't feel safe by myself, and not not in the sense where like I had to call nine one one or anything. Like I'm I'm okay in that. Please, guys, don't send safety checks to my house. I'm okay. Um, but I was like, I can't be alone right now because if I'm alone, the only thing I'm going to do is really think without letting it out. And I came here, and we had some amazing conversations, and you know, you guys, again, you were, you were that, that shoulder to cry on without me actually crying, (laughs) um, and, you know, as, as a person that has suffered from addictions, and, you know, I feel to some degree we all have a, a level of addiction to something, I am glad that I'm able to be here and not get fucking slapped on of whatever I'm drinking, and, really just build myself up in that way because I love I love your beer (laughs) I really do um and I love the socialness that comes from it I am so grateful that you guys are here um because if if y'all weren't I don't know where I would have been last night I don't know what I would have done um and a lot of times, you know, people that suffer from mental health to some degree, we, we always find coping mechanisms, and those coping mechanisms aren't always the greatest, you know, we, we tend to really engulf ourselves in shit, and I have come a very long way from where I used to be, and I mean, I was, oh, I was batshit crazy at the first time y'all met me, I was real batshit crazy, y'all didn't know, but I was batshit crazy, (laughs) and I, you know, stuck to therapy and and kept pushing myself, but a big part of me wanting to push myself was because I stopped and took a look around at the people that were around me, and you guys were a really big, big factor to that, that I was like, I want to keep seeing these people again. I want to keep being able to hang out. I want to be able to hang out and not lose myself when I do, and it, I don't know, I just, I guess I just really want to say thank you guys, and um, yeah, it's, today is a, today's a rough day, and the reason that I'm always taking pictures, which, like, you guys don't always notice that I have so many pictures and videos of all of you, it's so creepy, (laughs) I feel creepy at times, but it, um, when, when my friend passed, I felt this immense amount of guilt, that I didn't consider myself his friend enough because I didn't have a picture to prove it. And it broke me because I was like, oh my god, no, I need, 
I this can't be it and after that point in time I became almost obsessed with photographing or recording to some degree every moment that I possibly could because I'm like I don't ever want to forget it I'm like because you know we we never know we never know how long someone is in our lives for for whatever reason that might be and it it really it still sits heavy with me and you know if after a century and you know if these podcasts are still up and people can look back and be like yo this bitch really was at alarmist every friday <laughs> like i'm like i will be the happiest because i don't know like you know, you, you were discussing last night of how people, we, we live through a screen, like you said earlier, um, and we don't necessarily enjoy the times around us, and I'm like, I'm definitely guilty of that at times, and for me, it's like, I love to, as soon as I get there, I'm like, okay, first, first and foremost, get the pictures out of the way, then continue with the shit. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not against, like, against... I mean, pho- photographs and videos are you know, a slice of life that you can always, you know, mm-hmm. can always eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you know. Um, I hope you know we're recording a TikTok when we get back in there. Okay. <laughs> that be my first TikTok video ever. Hey, um, so one of the things that I was like explaining was a, a mini tangent. We were discussing like um, how much work you guys have like really put into it, like. I remember when you guys first opened and shit was still being built and it was I'm so proud of you guys like I'm like so so proud of how far you guys have come from like me going to a fucking random bar in West Loop and seeing that you guys are there on tap and then my brother sending me a picture like oh my god i found alarmist at this random fucking liquor store in a random part of the city or you know friends being like yo this is from that place you're always at i'm like oh my god nobody told you to be in a motorcycle thank you no (laughs) but it's it's just very impressive and you guys you guys really you guys really put in the work and you make it fun when you do it and I'm I'm so happy to be able to be part of that journey work hard play hard baby that's what we did you know that's so true and I mean I've made I don't know how many like TikToks I have with a can of alarmist in them (laughs) it's so great but um I had mentioned to Chris earlier that I got really excited the other day amidst all my like little PTSD moment that I had I went on TikTok I typed in my my Drizzit's wifey hashtag and so just a little bit of background for that why Drizzit's wifey so Drizzit Dorden is a dark elf from the Dungeons and Dragons series I first came across him in the book written by R.A. Salvatore he marries a human oh there's a bug oh I heard the bug buzzing in my ear sorry you're nerfed. <laughs> and, you know, I, yeah, I'm that human. But I type in, you know, Drizzit D, and then I see my hashtag, and then I see, like, his hashtag. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I started freaking out because it his hashtag has, the character's hashtag has 42.4K views, and my hashtag had 42.3K views. 
and I cried like a baby bag bitch <laughs> and I was like oh my god and you know in society we're so quick to see people spring up what seems overnight but it's like you know you you never see we don't always get to see the back end of everything and me being here as much as I am um <laughs> and across the years I am so grateful that I got to see you guys grow and I feel like I've seen you guys grow not just as far as a business but also as people you guys have come a very very long way we were babies four years ago <laughs> that's the best part about it. like you said uh, you know hard work you grow you learn you know that's failure is fine mm-hmm. as long as you learn from it you know yeah no absolutely so what is the thing that you're most excited about as far as like with the world reopening and everything personally and for the tap room uh, I'm excited for for I, I I'm excited I'm, I, I've been excited and I've been enjoying watching people touch each other again and it's just so so <laughs> good to see because you know it's it's one thing you know when the pandemic happened and you know nobody was touching each other and like hugs and stuff and yeah. it just was very sad it just like a, a, you know human we need you, interaction. You, you, yeah, you, I mean, that's what you do. Right? That's how humans figure. That's how you figure things out. You touch it, and you touch each other, and you know, you don't want to lose humanity because of you know a fear of dying. Like that's the yeah. that's the ultimate like you know fear that I was having. It was like we're we're, we're so scared of, of dying that we are losing our humanity, mm-hmm. and that's a, such a it's so. It's so difficult, to, you know. So it's nice to see people hugging again, touching each other because you know it's just so important. I think in in the, in the world that just you know if you start losing your sociability with each other, you're gonna not be able to empathize with anybody. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's so true. And like. We, we, um, we discussed a bit of the game and how, you know, everybody out here, like, shit is detachable. Um, <laughs> and I love coming here because you guys are, are the way that you are and y'all keep shit so in check. Like, I can, I, I can honestly say I have never been harassed or attacked in any way when I'm here (laughs) um and like even when you saw that one creepy creepy dude uh try to hit on me when I why was I wearing pleather pants I don't know I was in the mood I was feeling myself and you cut that shit out in an instant and I was like oh my god I love it here I'm so happy (laughs) but I feel like the the industry as a whole is missing that humanity almost you know like I I mentioned how my roommate um at work she she did this thing she brought she saw these two girls came in together friends and they're sitting by themselves and a couple of tables over it's a fucking table full of bros that are just slapped off the fucking giggle juice and you know she was like oh fuck this she literally sat there with their drinks and waited for them to come back from the bathroom and I was just like 
first off so proud of my roommate i'm like you're such a beautiful fucking human for that i appreciate you as a human for that because there have been instances in my life where i wish when i wasn't here (laughs) where i wish someone would have done that for me and maybe things would have ended up a little bit differently um but you know really like you said if if you're working with people you can't be a piece of shit you just can't and i feel like you guys have built a very solid foundation i think gary did an amazing job having all of you here like honestly if if you hadn't told me that all of you didn't know each other since you were children i wouldn't have known <laughs> like <laughs> i mean except for you and bob yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's really an incredible dynamic and i don't know yeah yeah no it's it's it, again it's it's a I don't dread going to work. Like, I, I, I couldn't imagine waking up. Because I've, I've heard pe- people, and I've heard stories. It's like, oh, man, I don't want to go to work today. Never, never in my entire time here was I like, oh, man, I don't want to go to work. It's like, when when can I get to work, you know? Yeah. It's always it's always fun. I mean, obviously, you know, there's days I'm like, man, I'm hungry. Shit, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to sleep. Um, like, I go do this 10-hour shift, but, you know, that's that's part of life. Yeah. That's why I always say it's you know the yang and yang, baby. It's a you yang last night, you got a yang today. So mm-hmm. you got paid for what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big facts. Yeah. Me this morning. <laughs> you got paid for what you did. Pay you can't have it. that much fun without having what? a little responsibility to come get you. Exactly. So you you mentioned a bit of um the the struggle that that it was for some time with you guys for as far as like when patios opened up and everything and I mean I'm still shooting for that patio I hope you guys open it at some point <laughs> yeah, we're working on it baby we're working on it we uh, had a big meeting because uh, we have other people in the in the building and there are a lot of uh, uh, therapists and stuff so mm-hmm. they're concerned with noise and they're concerned with people seeing people because you know if you were Recovering. If you're to, that, but also if you were to see, look in and see somebody in a therapy session, that's like violation of HIPAA. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to do everything to, uh, you know, accommodate to be able to, you know, not, you know, ruin somebody's business, but also let people that, you know, you know, met, like we were talking about mental health, if you, know, you deserve to be able to f- feel safe and, you know, try to mm-hmm. you know, take care of your life, you know. Yeah. Just because you know nobody needs to intrude on your life like that, especially if you're like your safe space, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, what is? Let's talk alarmist traditions. Oh. Let's talk alarmist traditions. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, shotgun Fridays are a thing. Yes, yep. <laughs> you want to expand on how that started? Uh, I mean, that's kind of a, it started, uh, so Gary, before he opened this place, he, uh, interned at Metropolitan Brewing, mm-hmm. uh, and they were the OG craft brewery out there, I mean, I think that's gotta be, what, 11 or 12 years for them, he was telling us, he was teaching Aaron, because Aaron was his first, uh, 
his first uh, employee. Mm-hmm. Um, six years, he's been here six years. So he was telling Aaron, like, you, you know, I mean, I, I shotgunned before, you know, working here, but it's every Friday, you know, pop the hole in the bottom of the can, turn it upwards, open that top, creates that vacuum, and you drink a beer as fast as you can. So it's just every Friday we we got to do that. And uh, the rule is, if we can a new beer, you got to do that beer. So even if it's you know a ten percent beer, you got to do it. Oof, that's yeah. that's that's the easiest so, way to get real swifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the highest I did was I think it was a fifteen percent beer shotgun. Oh god. Yeah, that's the that's those those shotguns are the weird ones because. It, that's kind of a lot of volume, and then all of a sudden, drinking it that fast, and you're kind of, you go, ooh, what's this? <laughs> like, you feel like, you know, first time walking with legs. Oh, man. <laughs> My feet are really heavy right now. So, who's the quickest shotgunner? Uh, Trevor's really quick, um, Joe's really quick, and then I'm pretty quick. Uh, we all know Ethan's the slowest. Ethan's, Ethan's uh, <laughs> he's the sipper. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, depending on how, sometimes it's like, you know, you get into it, you're like, I don't know if to do this, but you got to do it. You know, sometimes you're just like, man, I'm thirsty as hell, I want this, I want this, so, you know, depends on how, how you're feeling, so, like, True. you got to do it, every Friday you got to do it. Alright, so that's one tradition, um, and before we go into the other ones that I want to talk about... So you mentioned Aaron was his first employee, and you said six years. Yes. So how long? Because you guys haven't been open as far as taproom wise for six uh, years. Just over four years. Yeah, that I know. <laughs> but how long did it take on the back end for Alarmist to be Alarmist? Oh man, I mean Gary, Gary, you know, start getting all this together 10, 10 years ago just like mm-hmm. getting the licensing getting the ideas getting his business plan um, like it was funny Gary always said you know it was like when I was writing my business plan it took me three years to get it open and then the, the industry changes and it's like oh this isn't relevant anymore you know that's yeah. not how, how ever, you know the brewing industry is just turning over so quickly at new new ideas new beers new ways to get beers into people's hands so you, you know gotta evolve but you know you also want to keep your integrity mm-hmm. at least for us you know mm-hmm. um, so yeah you start they, uh, first brew was made in February of 2015 and oh, then shit. yeah and then Aaron started working in April of 2015 um, I found out he was working here I was like hey homebrew at the time I was like I like homebrew and so you're like I like beer (laughs) he invited me to come to make beer one day I met Gary and you know we just had such a good connection and I was like I'll do whatever I can to keep coming I don't want any I don't I don't I don't don't, you don't have to pay me you know (laughs) and found Aaron I think in like 2016 and he just didn't really ever leave. <laughs> like, I'm going to keep coming. Ethan just didn't leave. He yeah, was like, he was, the, he was the definition of, like, came in, didn't ever leave. He's like, you're stuck with me now. Yeah, basically, basically. <laughs> and then, I'm assuming you brought in Bob. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, you know, at one point I sat down with Gary and he was like, "I want you to run the tavern." I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I needed a bartender, and you know, I was like, "I know this guy. He's been in you know the serving industry for shit, Baba's in the serving industry since he was you know, probably like seventeen or something, eighteen. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's definitely a, Bob's definitely good at taking care of people. Yeah, yeah, he's he really is. good. I talk about anything it's so crazy he really can i'm like what the hell are you talking about that how did that even come up (laughs) he's so personable and he has such a distinct voice as you mentioned you know probably didn't get fucking recorded but you mentioned he side hustles as a voice actor yeah and he's done stuff for like uh uh, crimson tide alabama he's done like stuff for uh uh radio commercials to you know Tad. So he's done a lot of di- <laughs> lot of di- lot of small different stuff. So yeah, if, if you want to help him, you know, maybe leave this place, and hire him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if you guys want to know who the voice actor is, just call the tap room, and he will tell you he is Bob, <laughs> and you will know. <laughs> it uh, it really wants some crispy boy. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> um. So. How did Trevor and Joe come into the mix? Uh, so Joe's been here uh, 2018. Is that right? 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our previous salesperson was leaving, and then God, how did we find Joe's? Did he just show up one day too? No, <laughs> we were looking for someone, and then we. We were told, like, hey, there's this guy that, you know, he's been enjoying, he's from the south side of Chicago, uh, like, in the south suburbs. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he works at this bottle shop that's been, like, that loves your beer. He's interested in getting into his sales part. And then, you know, we interviewed him, and, he, you know, Joe being the sweetest man in the world and just having good connections because he was always the person to go drink new beer Mm-hmm. talk about it so you know that just happened and, and again just like a sweet human being so I was like okay yes he really is so you can't you can't you can't leave how, how does an alarmist interview happen how does that I can't picture you and Gary <laughs> sitting there trying to interview someone <laughs> and it's just it, you, 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 you just kind of talk and see what you know do, do, do you fit our culture you know do you fit our family um, and that's that's kind of it. Like, uh, and then what? Trevor's been here almost three years. Mm-hmm. We're having trouble keeping up. Aaron needed assistance. Um, and then Trevor's been like in the industry for the like, beer beer industry for like twelve years. Like he was uh, in, he was at Haymarket before brewing, but mm-hmm. then he was like working doing sales. He worked was working at Benny's, mm-hmm. and then I think he was a sales associate for. Um, brothers so he'd been in the industry for a long time yeah um yeah and you know he's, they brewed a beer together because we did a collab with them and they did a collab with us so you know they both kind of fit well or he fit well yeah and then oh i i i, I can't not talk about my girl callie too oh my god i love her yeah, she's the sweetest it's just right now like because we're open such small hours like we haven't had been able because she works at, at haymarket too we haven't had a chance to get her in here, but it's going to happen soon. Cal, Cal's, Kelly's 
Kale Dog's the best, so. She is such a sweet human, like, just the energy, she's so just, like. From Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that just tells you from Alaska, yeah. She, she's a sweetheart, I mean, good person, knows her shit, Again, been, been beer industry for a while. Her interview is great, because <laughs> it was just, like, Trevor, Trevor, her best friend is Trevor's fiance. Mm-hmm. Reagan who has a podcast y'all need to listen to Reagan's podcast she she is an incredible person I will definitely include the link in the description for her pod just so you guys know and and, you know we're we're kind of foul mouthed around here a little bit (laughs) say some inappropriate shit um to each other uh all the time so (laughs) Trevor and Reagan go like hey Callie go insult them right when you walk in the door and she I wouldn't want to say the word out loud oh you can say it she goes she goes what's up cunts and and we're like you're hired now (laughs) you're hired that's it that's all it took (laughs) so it's just like yeah like you you fit you're cool like like she just like she was telling after we were talking she was like oh god they were telling me to call you guys that and I was like I shouldn't do that they're, they're not you don't say that to in an interview and I was like no you you, you won the uh, you, you know the secret password to get hired here. That's, that's it right there now let's talk about the cunt that is like your staple fucking word here you will always hear them scream to each other you fucking cunty like and it's all in good fun it's all in good humor the one thing well, you it like the British do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we don't say it like we we say it like amongst each other, and it's like again, just like it's a again a word of love. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. yeah. It, it's it's it, it's honorable to get called a fucking cunty here, but yeah. <laughs> it is. You're like, oh my god, I'm part of the family. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're you're you're. It's like uh, hello, my 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 friend, my love. My darling, my precious little human. So I have another tradition that I want to talk about that y'all are savages with. Icing. Oh, wow. (laughs) That kind of fell off the table for a while. Like, uh, nobody's been doing it lately just because it was just uh, so taxing and Hmm. stuff is terrible. Um, Yeah, well, it it happened when we were at, uh, I wasn't there for it, but I I think it was St. Patty's Day a couple years back. And... Uh, Trevor Rose Hamblin <laughs> over at the pub, head brewer at Old Irving Brewing. Uh, go there. Mm-hmm. Beer's great. Food is great. Like they're talking about icing, and and, and uh, Aaron goes, "What's that?" Head brewer Aaron goes, "What's that?" And he's like, "What?" You know, and he basically was like, you know, came back and put an ice in front of him, which is not the way to ice, Trevor. <laughs> um, and he's just like, "You've been icing." Like he's like Aaron's like what do I gotta do? He's like no you gotta drink it. And Aaron's like I'm not drinking that. He's like, I'm not drinking that. I don't want to drink that. And uh, oh Greg. Oh Greg. Hi Greg. He's like I don't want to do that. And he's like no you got to. So you got to take go down on the knee and then you gotta slam back nice. You so, guys have done some intricate shit with that. Yeah we've been so the idea is like you hide it and then when someone goes to you know grab something or get something and you come upon it you gotta drink it so it's, <laughs> it's terrible and I'm so glad it kind of like fizzled out because that shit's way too sweet for me it's hilarious sugar, sugar it's so hilarious though cause like whenever, when it was happening I would literally just laugh cause you just hear a scream from anywhere inside the fucking tap room and you know someone found one <laughs> damn it right 
Hey Greg. Rick. What up, boo? We're recording. We had a technical issue where it stopped recording, so yeah. Oh, no, like half an hour. So. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so everyone, this is Greg. Say hello. Hello, beautiful people. <laughs> come, come up. Do you want me to let you inside, or you're right. gonna be athletic? He's gonna be athletic. Yep. He looking real athletic right now. Okay. Let <laughs> me get the door. Uh, let me see. Just yeah, go in. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God! <laughs> For reference, we're sitting on the dock, and he's trying to climb up. So that. <laughs> but yeah, so this is the first half of the two-part series episode. We're wrapping up in a little bit, um, and we will be back for the second part to talk more about everything that goes on in the industry from cultural appropriation to other issues within it as far as like um you know racism and sexism and all that not good shit so stay tuned we're gonna get some refills on these beers and we will be right back all right that was the episode with chris for industry talks i hope you guys enjoyed it so much um again I hope everyone had a lovely weekend. Um, I hope you have a lovely week. And I did want to give you guys some of the handles of the persons in businesses, establishments, etc. mentioned on this episode. Feel free to follow, like, share, and subscribe all of them. Um, And they are as follows to follow and oh by the way all these handles are for instagram so yeah proceed as you will (laughs) so for words metropolitan brewing um it is at metro brewing for drag through the garden it is at dragged through the garden for reagan's podcast it is at babe town pod um, for Haymarket, it is at Haymarket Beer. For Big Shoulders Coffee, it is at Big Shoulders Coffee. For Two Brothers, it is at Two Brothers Brewing Company. For Old Irving Brewing, it is at Old Irving Brewing. And for, you know, if you want to ice yourselves, uh, Smirnoff. <laughs> um, as always, follow me on all my handles at iamonroe3, at drizzitswifey, at Loon. Um, and yeah, I'll catch y'all on the next one, um, where we will bring on Greg to discuss more about the industry. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I love y'all. Bye.